Hey, what's up? Oh, what's good? How you doing? <laughs> Some technical difficulties in the initial setup, but uh, I'm good now. Good, good. How's everything I, going? I have uh, I have an important Black History Month question for you. What's that? Oh, first of all, happy Black History Month. Uh, same to you, sir. Yeah, you know, celebrate our, our struggles and our successes. Um, but if you had to rank order the following, how would you rank order them? Mm-hmm. KFC. Popeyes, mm. Bojangles, mm. Korean fried chicken, mm. ghetto Chinese food fried chicken, and maybe like, I don't know, church's chicken or some shit. Or, or like ghetto Kennedy fried chicken derivative, whatever. So, first off, those are a lot of, uh, damn, it's a challenging question to start off with. Um, I know. So, I gotta, I gotta put Korean barbecue at the bottom just because, although, they have like this real flaky kind of crust that crumbles. I like that, but uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's February, so um, <laughs> it's actually just, it's Lunar New Year too. So I mean, that is should, oh yeah, but that's yeah. yeah yeah that's not yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to build bridges here. I'm trying to think. Bojangles I haven't had in years. Actually, I can't think of the last Bojangles I ever went to in um in New York. Does that I, even? Exist? I don't think there are any in New York. It's like all in the south. Yeah, so I got to take that off the list just out of uh, convenience. And then Popeyes and KFC, Popeyes, I guess Popeyes, to be honest. Popeyes, um, like the bootleg Kennedy fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Then I would do KFC because that's like the middle of the road. And then I would go to churches because I don't really, again, get to churches that often. There are not a lot of them around here. I think Korean barbecue would just definitely be last place. Wait, are you going from top to bottom or bottom to top? I forget. My top is Popeyes, I guess. It feels weird okay. saying that though. Popeyes chicken. I think I think you need to go go get some Bojangles. I mean, it's, it, it's been in, it's been years since I've had Bojangles. I remember that my uh, grandmother used to bring that home years ago, but I really cannot think of the last time I ever had that ever. And where where are we putting the uh, ghetto Chinese food fried chicken? Oh, oh, so ghetto. Honestly, I've probably had those four chicken wings from my Chinese food corner store more times than saying, uh, that was anybody. Like, so that's that kind of like, like huge, the staple, to be honest. That was like a huge part of my childhood. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I guess that's number one. That's crazy. So we are celebrating. All right, the, so we did bring it back to Lunar New Year. <laughs> yeah. All right. Microaggressive is for the kids. <laughs> Building bridges between cultures. There we go. Welcome to Microaggressive. Two friends, two coasts, too much to talk about. BG in San Francisco. It's Jay from BK. No, what'd you do this week? What did I do this week? First of all, I uh, I, I, I was very happy that uh, I live not on the East Coast or the Midwest because that looked miserable for y'all. <laughs> it was. So, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people ask you, oh, you ever want to go back to New York? I'm like, yeah, see what just happened? What was it like negative? Like, you should get above like zero at any point. 
Probably the wind chill, definitely. Um, my friend told me that in Minnesota it was negative seventy wind chill, so we can all be happy we're not in Minnesota. I mean, there's many reasons for happy not in Minnesota, but yeah, I can't even compute how cold that was though. Like it is like fifty degrees here, and I'm like a little bit. I'm 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 weak now, but um, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's been it's been good. But the crazy shit, I would like to understand how in the year of our Lord 2019, mm-hmm. or the year of somebody somebody's Lord. <laughs> Every week, every day, there's a new story about blackface. Oh, that uh, Virginia dude was. Just there's like on the seven Virginia dude, right? dudes. Some other dude today, the attorney general was like, "Me too, me too." I went to a party in the '80s. I dressed up as Curtis Blow with a, and I put on an afro and blackface. I just read that today. That's funny you mentioned that. Yes, I was like yo, that that that's also some like subliminal shit. He's like, yo, I like hip hop. <laughs> it's like, why are you hating? I was trying to be Curtis Blow. <laughs> so yo i think they should do some law you know how like when we was kids you couldn't buy spray paint or like those big markers yeah yeah they should do that for white people just to like save them from themselves though like <laughs> it's like if, if you're a white person going to like buy black shoe polish mm-hmm. no you'll thank us later but here's the thing like, white people love wine wine has corks burn a cork get a mask so we can't stop the uh, the menace. I mean, there's more there's more like canned wines now and boxed wines. Maybe maybe I should also be on the banned list. Mm. But I was actually thinking back. Like, so they found it in dudes. First of all, why do you have a yearbook in medical school? Like, shouldn't you be learning some shit? Like, that why are you question. making question. a yearbook? Mm-hmm. Um, but I did think back to high school yearbook. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, if I ever run for office, which Lord knows I'm not because... I like to live a good life and I don't really care. Um, I remember, so my, my yearbook page came out all messed up because I tried to like scan it at home on my like Epson scanner and shit and like the pictures came all messed up. Mm-hmm. You remember how I put in the very bottom of all the pictures like a box of Ritz crackers? <laughs> I don't, but that sounds like you, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like something I would have done. Yeah. And that was my way of including everybody else that <laughs> I didn't have a picture for. I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember my mom seeing me do that and be like, ah, you, yeah, you don't want to do that. And I was just like, no, nah, it's funny. Everyone's going to get it. <laughs> yeah, if I if I ran for office now, they're going to be like, he had a cracker, a box of crackers on his yearbook page. Did we, did we talk about how... Um... The kid that we went to school with, who was the director, released that video, and all I'm saying in the entire video is "cracker." <laughs> so, so basically, office. neither of us can run for office. Basically, I mean, I've done so many other things that would make me not want to run for office. Like, <laughs> that's not true. Actually, yeah, it kind of is. But um, yeah, man, I feel, I feel kind of bad because it's like everyone's stupid when they're younger, but yeah. the blackface, it's just like, yo, why? How is that even funny? So this is stop dressing up in costumes. That's your first that's your first problem. True. Like, why are you doing this? And like, that's a lot of that's a lot of dedication to to like a joke. So you're it gonna is. put shit all over your face? Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, B. So I think that what it is is they don't have a black friend to tell them <laughs> this shit is dumb. That's the problem. So when you see a person who wears blackface. You can almost guarantee that they lived in a very sheltered environment where everybody was like, oh, that is, that's the bomb diggity. You should try that. <laughs> Dumb's a, dum is the brakes. <laughs> I got a funny story about Curtis Blow. I'll tell you off air, but um, 
<laughs> Why you got to tell me this whole, the whole point of this shit is to not tell me off it? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's funny, but I can't make it public. Um, is it like some, is it like some family shit? Somebody, um, kind, a, group, kind, somebody kind. a groupie in your family? No, nah, my, uh, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I think, it's not a groupie I think, story. Uh, we don't have groupies in my family. That's a fact. You can take that to the bank. But it nah, is. I think, I think we have a story like that in my family. I think. It might involve a drummer from uh, a 70s funk band, mm. maybe being somebody, some cousin of mine's father. Mm. Isn't so, it always, isn't it always the drummer? I think, I really think it should be the bass player because I mm. play the bass or I'm gotcha. trying to play the bass. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it's give the drummer some. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh ching. Oh, rim shot. Rim shot. Keep it going. I gotta keep it going. Yeah, that was good. I'm, I'm, I'm in the zone right now. It's like it's like I'm dressed up as Michael Jackson at a party in blackface. <laughs> also, stop it! Like, stop! Like, yeah, I really like. I don't, I don't know. Name some white artists I really like. I don't really like Radiohead, mm. but like, I'm not going to put on like <laughs> fucking donut powder on my face or some shit. And like, uh, what? Well, they should stick to R and B. White singers that we respect, like, like John like B. Michael McDonald. Like, yeah, yeah, Michael McDonald. Okay. That's that's this good. is this is the playlist of the week. Who are the white? Who who's the blue eyed soul? And not like John B. Not contemporary, like old school blue eyed soul that is safe to dress up as for our our, our older white male friends who might want to, who back in the day were tempted. Or wore blackface. I'm gonna say Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates. I would say Bobby Caldwell. I would say Wait, Bobby Caldwell's white? <laughs> <laughs> Word? Wait, man, I'm thinking of like somebody different. Um Damn. I'm not gonna sing online <laughs> to have that documented for internet uh history forever. But um yeah, right. Hall and Oates sample. Yeah. Hall and Oates, Bobby Caldwell, um Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could go like Captain Tennille, or well, the captain, I guess. But uh, <laughs> not really. <laughs> that was not sold. <laughs> not sold. Uh, it was funky. Yeah, a little 70s thing going on. Nah, but it's, that's not sold. Um, uh, I mean, you got to put together this playlist. So if you could find some nice Captain and Tennille. <laughs> I'll try. Yeah, I, I don't want that messing up my. I don't want that messing up my recommendation. Spotify start making me a playlist <laughs> like Captain and Tennille. Uh, I don't know. We'll come back to it. We'll, we'll be yeah, inspired. It'll pop back. It'll pop back. We'll be inspired. Uh-huh. I'm still Bobby Caldwell. I think I'm thinking about somebody different. Nah, he's saying, um, damn. The sample for um, Common, The Light. Open your yeah, eyes. Time. Open. Yeah. He was white? Yeah. Damn. That's what threw people off. That is I know. Some people have soul. It's a rare. I know. It's, thing it's like, it, but some people do. Shout some out to do. Amy Winehouse. Shout out to Amy Winehouse. Oh, indeed. There you go. Yeah. Amy Winehouse. Oh, the. <laughs> uh, no, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Amy Winehouse. We'll leave it there. Um, right, I'll just say it there. I was on, I, I might have been on one of the dating apps and uh, came across somebody who reminded me a lot of Amy Winehouse. Mm, and that's... it was very. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. But keep going, yeah. And I don't know. There's like part of me is like it's very unfortunate because she might be a very good person. But I was just like, you look so much like Amy Winehouse. In my head, I'm like, are you problematic? Mm. 
And that's messed up. That's really that's messed a up. Valid question though. I know, but she didn't. She did not choose to look like Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. While we're judging women, though, um, oh, let's not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Uh, no, go, go, go ahead. Can you just can you just preface that differently? We're not. I don't. I'm not judging. I guess not that's literally what. Yeah. Uh, I learned from Charlemagne. Yeah, I'm from the school of Charlemagne. You gotta bring that. Why are we, why are we giving? Why are we helping other <laughs> other shows? What are you doing? <laughs> anyway um did you hear about this guy that uh he was running the cryptocurrency he went to and he died and died 190 million dollars and he's the only one with the password what kind of infrastructure do you have in a company (laughs) where you give one person the password that's crazy to me yeah i mean it's it's like you should have like a password vault or something you know like i don't but I was thinking about that because, you know, we were having a conversation a couple weeks ago about, you know, that grown up shit that you're supposed to do, like wills and power of attorneys mm-hmm. and advanced directives and stuff. And I was like, do I have to write down my password someplace so that my next of kin can like log in and like deactivate my account? <laughs> you might have to. The thing is, the money we're dealing with. It's like, hey, ma, here's my Tinder <laughs> <laughs> just, just take that on down. Well, let's say don't go, have, don't go swiping. You're supposed to have one friend who's your close friend who you give your password access to. So if anything happens, they go in, they delete your accounts, and do all that stuff. All right. So, so as as a married man, is your wife that friend? I mean, I don't have any accounts. So, <laughs> you mean you don't have any? Accounts? You tried to catch me, but I caught you. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't have an account. I am not a social media person at all. Um, I mean, you have like, you have email. I have email. I have uh-huh. Facebook that I access like, what, five times a year. And I have, that's it actually for social media and my cell phone. Should I, should I trust you? Should I give you my password? I mean, when you're feeling sick, I guess right before you feel sick, let me know. <laughs> it's like, I mean, right before that bus hit you, <laughs> you know, you just hit me with a text. <laughs> yeah, that was like, I remember... It's like whenever you try and do those security questions, mm-hmm. I find them, I find those are like first date questions. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, going on dates is like a way to like get your passwords hacked. It's like, what's, what high school did you go to? What's your mother's maiden name? What's your dog's name? Your first what's dog. your dog's name? Yeah. What street you grew up on? What was your first car? Yeah. But then some of them get a little personal. It's like, what was your father's middle name? It's like, I don't know my father. <laughs> Stop asking me Verizon. Uh. I think there was one about a girlfriend one time. I think it was, what was your girlfriend's name or spouse? No, no, no. They were like, what was your girlfriend. high school girlfriend's name? I was like, I didn't have one. Why are you, why are you getting personal? Why are you being a dick? <laughs> I, was a, I was a nice guy. I wasn't like those other guys. <laughs> that money though. Can you imagine? I never got invested into uh, Bitcoin. I regretted it as soon as you started hearing these $25 million stories. And... um and that was worth nothing. Apart. So whatever. Yeah. There was one more story about cryptocurrency. I think it was last year where somebody found a hack through a back door and realized he had access to all of the accounts, all of the money. He accidentally pressed the button and deleted everything. I think it was about $300 million that that company lost and they couldn't bring it back. So um, yeah, trust technology, think, people. Yeah. And also, like, this stuff's not like insured or by anything, right? It's, it's not, like, it's not so, a system. Yeah. Honor my ass. Like honestly, it's like 
I guess this is why I'm just going to be moderately middle class or small. Mm. Like I, I just, you know, I'm not trying to get rich quick yet. Like mm-hmm. it's like high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, walking outside every day is high risk, high reward. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you ever feel, uh, you know, not to bring it back to something depressing, but what up? this is what I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you have this like innate fear when you like, when like cops roll by you or like you walk by a cop, even though you know you ain't doing shit wrong. I mean, um, there is that little bit of something like, even when I'm walking through the subway and I see cops across the, uh, the platform, I still get a little feeling like they're looking at me a little too long and they probably aren't. And maybe that's me. Maybe it's not, but I do have like a little inkling, even when I'm professional and in the quote unquote white right ooh, ooh <laughs> right neighborhood. <laughs> Are you saying the right neighborhood is the white neighborhood? That was a, a Freudian slip. But um yeah, I yeah, I feel a little bit of something. I can't not. But yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. yeah. Why? I was I would just uh oh that's what I did this week actually. I ran a, I ran a half marathon. Mm-hmm. Um and whenever I like run, like I actually am like very appreciative of like, you know, the people handing out water. Um, though, you know, sometimes I got to extend the arm a little bit more. Like, come on, I'm running here. Like, <laughs> make it easy for me. Mm. Um, but, you know, like the cops or whoever who's like shutting down the streets and like, I'll see the cops and I'll like, you know, like nod my head or give them a thumbs up mm. or whatever. I'm like, yo, I know you're getting paid overtime for this. So whatever. But um, I'm very appreciative. And it's like my one moment where I like try and uh, cleanse myself of my innate like fear of cops mm-hmm. and that no matter what I do, I'm possibly gonna get fucked up by cops by just being like this is a human being doing something nice for me not necessarily for me personally but something i'm a part of so that's my way of trying to heal my uh my cop trauma yeah i don't i don't um i can't say i really give any attitude or anything i realize it's a job that i would never want to do like a lot of jobs that i don't want to do so i appreciate the person doing them again cops are a little different given the history but um I see like a cool looking cop. Like he looks like I'm, he might be somebody I could hang out with or I might know. And I've known people who've become cops later in life. Might give a little nod like, hey, what's up? Acknowledgement. But if it's like one of those cop cops, like those, those <laughs> like know, 70s looking typical cops, not 70s, 80s, whatever. Um, yeah, I just avoid eye contact. Hey, you. Hey, you. Yeah. It's like, it's like really? Really? We're doing this? Okay. <laughs> Uh, if you had to go back to uh, single Jay, uh, mm-hmm. long, long time ago, long, long time ago, mm-hmm. um, would you ever date a cop? No, no, that's a wow. that's a risk. Um, <laughs> it's like a gamble. I mean, anybody you get with could pass away or be harmed any time of day. But with a cop, your odds are ramped up. So, oh, me, oh, you like, went in a totally different place than I did. I thought it was like the innate fear of cops. Like, could you like? you know, date 5 you're like, nah, the risk of their life. I'm like, yeah, wow, you're, you're a nicer person than I am. And I was thinking, I was, for me, it's, I like the, if I'm going to bet, I like the win. So I don't put my, all my money into uh, a horse that's not going to make it to the finish line. So uh, uh, did you just compare a potential partner to a horse? Um, A mammal. Yes, I did. Cool. On the record, on the record. Try to sabotage me. It's cool, though. I'm not trying to sabotage you. I'm trying to set us up for a good Women's History Month podcast in uh, a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, but I, I couldn't date a cop. That's that's weird. 
And I'm sure they would, I don't know. I think there's so much innately wrong with at least the New York system that to know you were a part of it, I, I don't even know. It's weird. Like I know in order to survive in that life, there's certain things you have to do, certain things you have to let pass, certain things you have to say. Um, I feel like the person would be compromised to an extent. And that's a big yeah. judgment, but that's how I feel. I just saw a documentary, the, the 75, no, the 75 on Netflix about the 75th precinct, precinct excuse me, and um, the corruption that they had going on in their system back in the 80s. And again, it's probably not as bad as it was in some places. I can't even say that. But um, this, this, there's a system going on in there and it's shady. So to be a part of that and thrive in that as a career for an extended number of years, you got to pick up some of that stuff, I feel like. And it might trickle into the situation at home and then that would be a problem too. All right. I'm going I'm to take us back to something a little bit lighter. Yeah, you always bring us to We forgot to put on our playlist. Mm -hmm. Boz Skaggs. That's a white dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. What did he I'm do? I'm not going to sing. Mm, no, yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. What is it, though? I don't remember the name of the song. Low Down. Dirty Low Down or something. Dirty Low Down. Low down. It's uh -huh. like a jazzy, like got a thing. Yeah, when I ain't got that swing. No, no that's no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make sense of your. I don't know what that is. <laughs> whatever, look, whatever. He's going on the list. All and, right, uh, you're gonna have to pick. That actually, first. somebody. The craziness that remember. So, a little history fact. Yeah. Back in the day, Billboard used to call like black music. They used to call it race music. Yeah. yeah. Then they called it black music. Mm -hmm. And then in like the 80s, it was a controversy when I think the number one artist on the black music charts was white. Mm. <laughs> and I think it was George Michael. Was it? I might be wrong on that. What, but what year? In the 80s? Something like early 80s, because then they changed it from black music charts to R&B. Who was the guy, the white guy who was from the 60s? I want to say Pat, Pat Boone. Was that the guy? He would take all the R&B songs, he would whitewash them and present them to quote-unquote mainstream and they would take off but he was just the filter to make it more presentable um, but he would take all of the hit songs and just convert them sanitize yeah. them and to, and to be clear we're not saying that like i mean there's been lots of beautiful inter uh, cross-racial collaborations you know like you know the stacks records and all mm -hmm. the stuff down in memphis and mm -hmm. um, i'm just saying though sometimes people get a little excited when you just put a di little different cover on it that's true. Oh, speaking of which. Oh, you know what else we got to put on it? Oh, what? oh, my girl Lisa Stanfield. Been around the world. I would I would put that on. All right. Tina Marie. That was a Tina hit. Marie. Marie. Yes, I was thinking right. Portuguese love. Um, You made me think of something. Oh, Jennifer Lopez. You heard Jennifer Lopez is doing a Motown review for the, is it the Grammys? That's music, right? Yeah, for the Grammys. What are your thoughts on that? Jennifer Lopez, let me say it again. Jennifer Lopez is doing a Motown <laughs> review. Your thoughts? Can find nobody else, really? Exactly. exactly. I'm saying like J Lo, respect J Lo <laughs> for like keeping a career going. You know, she was like an okay actress, an okay singer, like a decent dancer, mm -hmm. and a very attractive person. Um, and you know, apparently it was like something. You know, I'm not really on the social, but she like put some 
picture on like Instagram or whatever, and she got like a six pack, and she's like in her forties or fifties or whatever, and people are like, "Yo, damn." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, as you know, I bought on the six back in the day. Oh, I did not. <laughs> we'll delete that <laughs> later. No, no, yo, she had that one, that one song, and also, you know, you could get for the 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 booklet, you know. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had dial up back in the day, man. We had to, you had to get it where you could um yeah i think j-lo's i mean like seriously like what's mariah doing right now like you couldn't get mariah yeah, to do it a couple of people you could have went to before um before j-lo i don't really get that and then um alicia keys is hosting it which is also a weird wow thing for me and the previews have been really awkward i'm not gonna watch this anyway <laughs> let's put that out in the open i'm not gonna watch the show anyway but I'm gonna watch those previews and commercials, and then that. But not if my wife has it on and I'm in a room, I might not walk away. I guarantee my wife will not watch that show. Um, it's so funny that um, the Super Bowl, the Grammys, all these award shows, all of a sudden everybody, everybody's uh, scrambling and saying, "Oh, these are the worst ratings," and we don't know why they're doing so poorly. It was never a good entertainment anyway. You kind of watch these things because people expected you to watch them. It was water cooler talk, but really, did did people ever really care? Or is it just the quality of the artists and actors and everything has just been on a downhill slump for so long that it's just not it's not appealing anymore? Like I don't need to go and see Emma Stone win an award or um, Post Malone win a music award. Like, do I really care about that? Is it really? I mean, you for have me? nothing else, right? I think that's the. I mean, that's the double-edged sword of like Netflix and Amazon and Hulu. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, you had like a shared experience. Everybody. It's like, that's why, like, Ellen coming out on a show was such a big deal, because, like, it was like water cooler talks, like you said, like, everybody saw it, and the ratings were huge. So you were kind of, like, forced to deal with stuff. Mm -hmm. You were forced to, like, have a shared experience, whereas now it's like, I'm going to watch just, like, obscure shit on Netflix that only three other people watch, and then I'm going to go blog about it with somebody from, like, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So, like, no one actually has, like, a shared experience anymore, which in some ways you could argue splintered society, right? Because... Yeah, for for better or for worse, even if you weren't into it, like you all had, you could you could relate. Um, but now it's just like, no, nah, did you see like this like behind the scenes episode of BoJack Horseman? And people are like, what's that? <laughs> um, first of all, those people need to get on it because it's a good show. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, I personally did not watch the Super Bowl. Um, I've really struggled in the past couple of years with the NFL, man. Like. I know all sports have a little bit of like hints of slavery, um, like rich white men selling selling the bodies mm-hmm. <laughs> and profiting off the bodies of black and brown men, typically. Mm-hmm. Or you don't even have to make it about race. Typically, poor poor people who don't have yeah. other options. True. Um, especially the shit they're saying now, like with all the shit coming out about football, like a lot of like rich people are like, "I'm never gonna let my kid play it," but I love watching it on Sunday. Um, it's like, yeah, that's kind of fucked, right? So NFL, ever since I moved to the West Coast, it's like kind of weird, right? Because back home, winter is nothing to do. All you want to do is sit at home and watch football all day and like eat. Here is like the game started like 10 a.m. and it's nice. And I'm like, why am I going to sit in my couch? I should be outside. Plus the teams I want to watch. I can't even watch them shits out here, so whatever. Um, and then... The shit with Kaepernick and then the NFL like really showing their ass and like trying to be on some slave master shit. I'm like, eh. And then the shit from a few years ago, like these dudes are like killing themselves, man. Like they have like, of course, 
like three, four year contracts max. Like they're not getting paid like crazy money. Yeah. Um, they're fucking up their bodies, fucking up their brains, mm-hmm. man. Like, and like for my entertainment, like it's a beautiful sport visually on TV. It's just like colors and like sounds and crashing and shit. But it's like, I don't know, like me not watching Super Bowl is not going to make that big a deal. But like, it's the only thing I feel like I have control over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, yo, like I'm going to spend my time. I'm going to spend my energy doing something else. Um, yeah, definitely. And honestly, like also fuck the Patriots. So Yeah, I think that's my problem too with these uh, super teams and a lot of these sports that start coming up. Not only was it boring to begin with, now you know the outcome of the story by the beginning of the season. Like, you know what's going to happen. You know it's going to play out. Um, the excitement was gone. I used to be a big San Francisco 49ers fan when I was in, had to be middle school. What? Middle Why? school, yeah. Um, shout out to Jerry Rice. Um, That's so weird. Yeah, I had the jacket, the starter jacket with the fitted. Back what? That and jacket too. Was it the gold jacket or the red jacket? Gold and red. Well, it was more red than gold, but um, wow. Listen, to how this. did I not notice about you? Uh, this is before I met you. But is, um, I'm judging you hard right now. The jackets were popping back. I mean, how are you? How were you a Niners fan in New York? Uh, I wasn't a fan of the Giants, and definitely didn't like the Jets. Wasn't a fan of New Jersey for a long time. But um, I was big into football. I was big into basketball in middle school, and then as I got older. You start to realize these things like, why is the owner white and all the players are black? Why is the coach the only white guy and everybody else is black? Um, I remember back when Chris Rock had that TV show on HBO and it was spot the black person. You remember that? <laughs> you trickle that's literally. That's like my life. Yeah, It's the team. <laughs> it's like my life in San Francisco. Stands and everybody else is white. And I'm like, damn, that's kind of true. And I used to go to games when I was young and I'm looking around. I'm like, this is this even for us? Or are we just being paraded for the entertainment of other people and i think since that time uh also recently with the uh the combine and that whole thing we talked about before it just feels weird feels i will say though like you know sports have been the one of the biggest vehicles for black people to get rich outside of uh, a government settlement when your uh, family member is shot by the police Too real. Too, too real. real. Too real. <laughs> too real, man. Wow. Um, one exciting thing about the Super Bowl is um, so again, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I didn't I saw probably the last, I want to say five or ten minutes of the Super Bowl. Um, but there was a commercial for Jordan Peele. Was it Peel? Is it Jordan Peel? Yeah. Jordan Peele's yeah. movie, Us, that I want to see. Also, he's coming out with a Twilight Zone reboot. That I also want to see. I was a big fan of Twilight Zone when I was a kid too. So that was the highlight of the entire Super Bowl, finding out those two things are coming out. So shout out to him. Uh, I've gone on my Jordan Peele rant before, but uh. yeah, I remember that back in the day. <laughs> I do. I feel like they've come a long way, and I feel like I'm happy that he's taken on the horror genre because I feel like the movies he's making it just puts a new view. Like horror movies were getting boring to begin with, so just to have a new lens, a new filter on different ideas of horror in america is pretty cool i mean everybody's like yo have you seen get out and then i heard what it was about i was like no nah, i'm good wait I you haven't like, seen it yet no oh shit you should watch like, it like seriously like I, it. it's good it's good mrs <laughs> J didn't even want to watch this film for the longest time she was like i don't really care i'm not into horror movies and she really doesn't like horror movies but i sat her down one time actually several times i would have it playing in the background hoping she would jump in 
And then one day she actually did and she watched and she was like, wow, I waited so long to see this movie. And then I saw it and I, I really liked it. So I was like, well, the next one's coming out in a couple of weeks. Do you want to see that one? She said, no. So I'll work on her for a year with this new Jordan Peele movie and we'll see. <laughs> this, is, this, is why, this is why I like your wife. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> nah, it was good. It was good. Don't listen to her. Um, you should see it. You should watch it. I, I just feel like I, part of it is my, my, my thing against Jordan Peele. Mm. Um, but, you know, if he's good, he's good. Mm. Um, but, like, I kind of get it. Like, I get what they're trying to say. Like, I think it's like a lot of times people are like, yo, my God, I, I, it opens up new perspective. It's like, nah, I get it. Nah, I live it. It's a new perspective for people who don't know that perspective, but for the people who do, it's like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Um, I can see this. This is relatable. So, so maybe that's my jealousy is like, I'm just like, yo, why are you profiting off of shit that I already know? <laughs> why didn't I do this? <laughs> yeah. So right, that's my real shit with Jordan Peele. Maybe we should get Jordan Peele as a guest on the show. Oh, um, yeah. Let me, let me yeah. call his uh, his people. We'll look that up. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we can make it happen. Um, Nah, so my my thing with them, ugh, I'm what? A, I'm gonna hold off. What is? I'm it? I'm gonna hold off. I'm gonna hold nah, off. I'm intrigued. Nah, I'm gonna hold off. Okay. You already. Uh, it's like okay, so he comes. Okay, back in Key and Peele, you know how I felt about that show. Mm-hmm. Um, like they come, they like improv, right? So yeah, they yeah. they come from a very different school, and to me, improv and acting and all people that try and do like racial humor through that lens, mm-hmm. it's very much like. I don't know it's like those annoying theater kids in high school, right? It's yeah, like they yeah. try so hard to just like make a point versus I feel like comedians come from a place of like I'm going to try like it's like it's like wit in words, mm-hmm. right? Versus so that's what I I'm just more attracted to that. So I think what it is is yeah, I agree with you cuz I remember when they were on Mad TV um doing their stuff and it was it was always over the top. And then they did their key and peel and you had to sift through some of the things that they did, but then they had some gems in there. I think yeah, with some gems, some gems, some. Uh, more, probably more than you want to believe, but they do add some, they that did first have some season gems. was weak though. It that was first absolutely season, weak. Like, I agree with you. And then they hit a stride. Um, they did a really good, what was that segment? It was about black eyed peas, but it was a loose adaptation of black eyed peas and how they started off as hip hop. And then they became... You know, vehicles for advertising and it was done of really course um but they have a lot of they had a couple of things in there like that i'm not gonna hate on king peel i did watch that show i think the good thing about again him doing this movie is that he's not an off-the-cuff sort of person he writes his ideas down he has to present them and write drafts and all that stuff but i think the polished finished product that he presents which was get out i think it was really good and that's why i'm excited about this new movie so do you think and you know, whatever, this shouldn't be a big deal. But do you think he makes his art for us? I think honestly, I do. I do. Really? Because have you seen the trailer for this new movie? Nah. So the whole big deal, and I don't know why it was a big deal, maybe to other people who were watching this, but um he used the Luna's I Got Five on it song and everybody yeah, was like, Oh, I that song was that. so creepy and, was like, and it was all these articles. I'm like, it's it's a good song. Why would you not put that? Say, what the fuck? It didn't seem that big of a deal, but um, the movie, or at least what they're showing in the uh, previews, is this family um, who encounters these alternate versions of themselves who are kind of weird, and they act strange, and that's all they show you. So, I'm, you know, pre-judging and interpreting what this movie's going to be about, but it's, I think it's going to be about confronting that other side that you have inside of you, that duality that you have to 
deal with in America. And instead of looking at it from a historical or philosophical standpoint, they're looking at it from uh-huh. a horror standpoint. Like, what if you do have to encounter that other person that you live with as a black person in America? All right, all right. So I think I think I might be able to eventually get Jordan Peele into the category I have Donald Glover in. Okay, well, that's, well, that's I an appreciate that's an his work. Yeah, but sometimes annoys me. I get, and, I get that, and part. I still don't think that. So I think I think Donald Glover he, tr- I think he tries to make stuff for like us. He tries but, to, but there's an audience. I feel like he is directing yeah. his stuff to, and only because I feel like he was shut down from the audience yeah. that he might have wanted yeah. to be directed to, and yeah. I feel like that's the same thing for Key and Peele. I hate to say it, but it's like in the land of the blind, the one on man is king. Mm. It's like he's the blackest dude in a room full of white people, mm-hmm. and he's anybody he's no he knows it. He's smart enough to know it. So he's gonna he's gonna be a little extra to mm-hmm. make sure you understand it. Like he's not watering himself down. But I think like if he's just like in a different environment, it's just like, yo, you're just normal. <laughs> got <laughs> right? it, got it. I hear what you're and saying. I think maybe maybe there's some of that like hero worship around like people like Donald Glover or uh Jordan Peele or, you know, whatever, Michael Kagan, Keegan, Michael Kagan, whatever. Um, but it's just like like I respect it, but I'm like, this isn't that groundbreaking like i don't know it's just like when people like discover some shit that you're like yeah i know mm-hmm. <laughs> and like like yeah this is my own personal bias that shit pisses me off it's like you acting like you're the first it's it's like the classic what we talked about a few weeks ago right? but here's it's the thing like, so like you discover some shit that's already been there but when you look at media let's look at any other movie that's out right now like they're doing the same old rehash plots that we've seen before we know we can predict the ending as soon as we see the movie um, how come there can't be a venue for these directors or this director to come in and do his version? Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the thing. Get your make your money, man. Do your thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 begrudgingly accepting. I just like I think it's like the maybe it's also just the culture of like acceptable by like it. Yeah, it's almost like it gives people a pass. Gives who a pass? It's like. People that might not to so be like, I saw Get Out. I totally understand. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You saw one movie. So I do agree it's with like you. It's like you saw Don. I do. You saw Childish Gambino do one video. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that was like, yeah, it was one freaking video. Calm down. But what about the person who would never otherwise watch anything like that? And they caught that one movie. Okay. Like, oh, really? You, uh, yes. We are, bu- we are building bridges tonight on Microaggressive. We are building bridges. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Shit. I know this is. I feel like we've like uh, changed roles. Like I'm I know, I, it, it, I don't like, like it. <laughs> I don't want to be the responsible. By the way, <laughs> the top Bobby Caldwell one. did what you what you won't do for love. <laughs> he was white. Wow, dude, yo, that's going on a playlist tonight. But damn, yeah, I feel like yeah, That's some hits. Bobby Caldwell, and he was one of these people. Again, whenever you tell somebody who doesn't know who Bobby Caldwell is or has never seen a picture of him, you tell them that, they have the same reaction you do. So I'm not surprised by how you feel. It's like it's like he was like the prototype John B. It's like the uh the Matrix. It's awakening. Now you can live. Oh, speaking of which, did you hear um these I think it's uh neurosurgeons figured out that they can tap into this part of your brain. It's called the what is it called? The cingulum space, I think. 
And if they insert an electrode into that space, they can stimulate your feelings of laughter and happiness. So when they're doing open um, skull, open brain surgery, in order to calm you down without using anesthetics, their goal is to be able to just put this electrode into your brain and just fill you with a sense of well-being so that you won't even freak out at the idea of this surgery and it'll just calm you down. I think that's some crazy, crazy matrix-like stuff that they can just press a button and trigger your your happiness. That was As I learned in meditation, <laughs> you can trigger your own happiness. Mm. <laughs> you mean like when you tickle somebody? Is that what you're talking about? No, just meditate and calm your ass down. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, you're the scientist. Why can't one tickle oneself? Um, you can't. No. Am I supposed to? I think it's because you anticipate it. The sense of anticipation is part of the the stimulation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I feel like for three decades I've been trying to <laughs> get this question answered. It's funny because as you said that, I'm trying to tickle my foot. <laughs> and it didn't work. So I guess yeah. The math adds up. Have you never, seriously, is this the first time you were realizing you can't tickle yourself? I never thought to tickle myself. <laughs> I really As didn't. a kid? As a kid, you never tried to? Uh, normally you get tickled as a kid, so, and then you hit an age and you can't be tickled anymore, so it's never really happened. Uh, I, was, I was the only child, so I had to entertain myself. <laughs> Creepy facts of the day. How are, you, how are you your age and you never, really? But why would you tickle yourself, though? <laughs> Such a weird thing to do. I got better things to do with my time. I'm fascinated by this. Like watching Get Out by Jordan Peele. Are you a 49ers fan? What the hell? And watching football at one point in my life. Yeah. Also, uh, shout out to to Chris Stapps. Oh, yeah. Porzingis. Poz- I talk about it. Yo, the Knicks be... The Knicks are dumb. I want to put what that on record. Hell, I'm not babe? mad with that being out in the internet forever. The Knicks are also, stupid. Also, shout out to Dallas that is just unabashedly... It's like our strategy is to have two good white players on the team at any time. <laughs> it's like Dirk Nowitzki and Steve Nash. And now let's get <laughs> like Chris Stapps and the other dude. It's like, yo, that's the only way people in Dallas are really going to like feel us. It's like Utah. They always pick like their draft pick is usually like the one white player that did really well in the NCAA tournament. They got a market. It's like, yeah. They know. They're like, yo, we're in Utah. Let's be real. Where did um where did Lynn go? Remember when Lynn was on the Knicks, he was huge. And then where did he go right after that? I can't even remember. He was in he went everywhere. He was in he was in the Nets for, he was in Charlotte, then he was with the Nets, and then he was did he go back to the Lakers? Uh, but I know I know that he's still in the league. Player, but I know part of that was like, damn, we need this we need this money. So let's um let's get him out there because the Knicks stadiums changed for a minute. Like the the makeup yeah. of the the stadium changed for a good minute. I wasn't yeah. mad at it though. Just uh, no, he did good. well. Well, like I he said, well. Black History Month, Lunar New Year, we building bridges. We should build that bridge. You're right. I love the way it's like. It's almost like we planned this. It's like you put Chinese food, fried chicken number one, and now we're talking about Jeremy Lin. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. a, a connection, almost a connect, if you will. Almost like a connect. <laughs> almost like the old name of this podcast. Old heads will get it. The true fans. <laughs> the, the true, true believers. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, I also I got I signed up for the Brooklyn Half Marathon. So mm. that's funny because I just read an article about how the <laughs> marathons destroy your body, <laughs> and I wanted to send it to you, but you call me hating. Um, but I have been doing planking. I told you that. No, I'm on my like second week, tightening my abdominals, all right, all getting right. fit for the, uh, the get summer. ready, get ready for the summer. 
But is it hypocritical to be like anti-NFL but pro-NBA? Like, is it that different? It's not different. Um, it really isn't. I mean, we know what the the real underlying system is for both of these sports. Um, I think it's because NFL players put their body on the line a little bit. Well, definitely yeah. a lot more than an NBA player. And yeah. it's only a short amount of time in the great span of a human life to spend in the NFL as a professional player and have such bad repercussions from it. Um, hey, it's worse. It's worse. Going back to the playlist, should we put contemporary artists on it, like Sam Smith and Adele and Amy Winehouse? Um, so I have Amy Winehouse on there. I don't know about Sam Smith because he called out MJ one time. I wasn't a fan but, of that. Yo, I mean, he performed at the got- Apollo, and then. <laughs> A couple of months later, he was like, I'm not really a fan of Michael Jackson. He's all right, whatever. I don't care. Um, He's just like young, yo. He like called out, like, like LGBT community was mad at him because he said something stupid. I'm like, yo, he's like 25 and figuring his shit out. Like, come on. He mm-hmm. says dumb shit. Who else do you want to put on? Adele? Adele? <clears throat> no. No. No? No. I wow. fight that one. I fight it. Um, I'll be honest. Ma- and I'm Mom not- Dukes is a big Adele fan. I was just like, yo, all right. My wife actually told me I was saying on Adele at one point. She was like, nah, honestly, that's a really good album. And I still don't want to listen to it. So maybe like like right. Get Out, you can convince me maybe. why I should listen to this. <laughs> I right, go back a few albums. I think it was off of 19, uh, Chase and Pavements. Beautiful song. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 Oh, you can tell me why. He's going to tell me to listen. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why should I listen to this? You want me to, you want me to sing it? <laughs> It's like, yeah, why should I watch Get Out? Mm. It's one one day you're just going to listen and you're going to be like, yeah, I was right. Yeah, I'll put this this on the list. What is it called? Adele. Uh, Chasing Pavements. All right. I don't know if that's her most soulful song at all, but. What is her soulful song, though? Give me a soulful song, she said. Yeah, why? Oh. We have really changed roles tonight. I'm curious. I, 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 this is good. This is different. I don't like, I don't like your tone right now. <laughs> <laughs> like Amy Winehouse, I can agree because she had that Amy whole, Winehouse, whole town yeah. going on, and she was a good yeah. singer. Um, Lisa Stansfield, yeah, that was a hit song. That was popular for a long time. Uh, that was that was a joint. Yeah, Bobby Caldwell, Michael McDonald. I'm fans yeah, of all of still those. blowing my mind with Bobby Caldwell right now. Yeah, and he was like a white, white looking dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it wasn't like a John B. Where it was like I don't know, maybe a couple of generations back, no. this dude was a white dude. Wow. Oh, speaking of family and generations back, mm-hmm. uh, the continued saga of my uh, Ancestry.com family connections. Yeah, yeah man. My, so my half-sister, mm-hmm. we've been uh, mm-hmm. sending messages through. Um, Yeah, it's crazy, because like, apparently, like, I don't know, I, I probably shouldn't put too much out there, <laughs> blow up other people's spot, but I don't know them. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's fucked up, but true. Um, nah, it's like, I don't know, it's just kind of like, cool you exist i exist uh because she she actually mentioned somebody she's like oh i lost kind of touch with that side of my family mm-hmm. when so-and-so died and i was like she's still alive she's like what oh <laughs> like, yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah so yeah i don't know i don't think anything's really gonna come from this mm-hmm. but uh yeah I, I don't know i guess the part i'm figuring out is like should i like tell my pops yeah why not but, yeah i don't know i barely talk to dudes so, yeah i don't know <laughs> some other shit to work out that's a whole nother podcast it's funny you mentioned um, um family i just met up with my oh, damn i don't even know 
I'm going to say cousins because I haven't worked out the situation. That's the easiest shit. Yeah, yeah cousins. <laughs> um, they're from down south. Um, they came up to meet with us. We had a funeral to go to. And mm-hmm. I don't like meeting people. You know this about me. I'm not the most social person. But um, it was- <laughs> Understatement of the yeah. evening. <laughs> it was kind of organic the way we just hit it off. I met them probably when I was uh, 14, middle school or something. And hadn't you seen back me with forty niners fan. No, no, even probably after that. Yeah, after that. But um, it was weird to meet them however many years later, and we just hit it off. It didn't feel like they were strangers in my house. It felt like it was family. So I'm thinking about doing a family reunion with them. The next one's coming up later in uh, 2019, and it might be cool. So I guess you might have inspired me to talk to my extended family, and it didn't. It's suck, funny so. though. Cause like I, it's like yeah. I, I guess I've known my whole life. I had these like half siblings, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's the crazy shit. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Yo, it looks like through the through the family tree, there's another set of of of, of half siblings." And I was like, "Yeah, you didn't know about them. <laughs> they, they were before your set." Yeah. I was like, "Damn, how?" It's like <laughs> like pops. What what did you not say to people? <laughs> um. But yeah, I guess it's like, so I've known I had these like half siblings my entire life, mm-hmm. but even when I like talk to you about it, I mentioned to someone, I was like, my half sister is like, I don't, it's like, these are like vocabulary words I have not used. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. It's like, I have a nephew. Uh, it's like, I don't know. It's like they strangers with like, apparently some DNA overlap, right? Like, but their family, like the concept of family is always been kind of fucked up for me. This is why, that's why I'm in therapy. But, um. It's interesting, but like not life changing until they ask for a kidney, and then it's gonna be we've already discussed. That's that. why I stay off the the uh, the grid. I need my kidneys. <laughs> and you don't need all of them. Yeah. So what have we learned tonight? We've learned that uh, Chinese food fried chicken is uh, is popping more than Korean fried chicken. Would you put it at the bottom? I think that's a very interesting dichotomy. Out of respect, but um. Yeah, I'm sticking with that. Yeah, I'll put Chinese food chicken up there. For the record, I'm putting Bojangles above Popeyes. Uh, and you're free to do that. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. We've also learned that Bobby Caldwell is white. Mm-hmm. This is literally blowing my mind. We learned that you should check out Get Out and then hopefully us, once you become a mm. fan of Get Out. Mm. We learned that I should apparently check out Adele chasing pavements. Um, just, just Adele. Period, dude. I tried. Stop hating. Tried. Stop hating, dude. So what we'll do is in this playlist, you'll put your top two Adele songs, and you'll try to sway me on this, uh, this uh, pop singer. I guess. Whatever. What else do we learn? Yeah, she's she's genuine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We learned that the Knicks are horrible. It's still suck. I'm so sick of wasting time suck. talking about them. Like. It'll never change. It'll never change. But when it does, we're going to be on that bandwagon so hard. I paid my dues. I deserve to be on the bandwagon. Whenever they do it, so many years of my life. Um, I just learned that DMX is having a It's Dark and Hell is Hot anniversary tour. So he will be in New York, Irving Plaza on April 5th. Um, Do not go. (laughs) So that's not go. That is a classic (laughs) album. And I remember being in school, you know, the school we went to. And telling people that this was a good song, a uh, good album, along with Eminem's first album, and having I people do, tell I, me about rap at that school, <laughs> telling I me know. that I didn't know I what know. I was talking about. 
Don't get mad. Don't get mad. It's, okay. uh, it's building up. Um, but no, no. don't let it do it. <laughs> but now that back to normal. Classic. Now it's back to you being angry <laughs> and me being the, the calm one. <laughs> it's a weird, weird uh, Twilight Zone type episode. Speaking of which, again, Jordan Peele coming out with <laughs> you know, and Jordan Peele like groupie over here, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yo, okay, man makes good art. Whatever. Yo, I really got to work out what my Jordan Peele joint is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm. i think maybe maybe he reminds me of somebody i went to school with that i don't like wait are we talking about somebody we went to school with because i don't think it's that I person no maybe nah i don't think I, so i know you know exactly what i'm talking about too i know <laughs> nah you don't disrespect the peel like that yeah okay, now you're on a first name basis with him. no the peel now it's a nickname basis wow. serious what is yo you and yeah, you're actually like frightening me. You've never been this like. No, I'm not like a rampant people. fan, but I think I acknowledge talent, and that guy's talented. So it's weird because I think we have the same sort of uh, humor and taste for the most part. So to see you closed off, apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently, this is the uh, the dividing uh, dividing. Yeah, factor. this might be this might be the final episode. Actually, this might this is where the episodes get good. <laughs> when we stop, when we stop agreeing on shit. We need to put some dramatic music right there. That'd be pretty nah. cool. I got to do all the editing, so no. Dum, dum, um, dum. I could actually, yeah, maybe maybe we do a little, uh, what's this, dramatic piano? <laughs> yeah, let's let's that's get that going. Sad. That, that's an Adele song right there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's beautiful and it'll bring you to tears. <laughs> um, yeah, I think maybe we should stop there because now I feel my blood pressure rising. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jordan Peele, okay, I will watch. All right, hit bet. You... Listen to all the Adele albums. Pass. <laughs> Give me your best three songs. And if they don't sway me by those best three songs that you're choosing. No, I'm going to watch a whole 90 minutes of a Jordan Peele movie. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to listen to three songs? All right. Pick your best album and I'll listen to it. <laughs> Yo, this is not there a good count. No, there's three. 19, 21, and 25 or whatever. Wait, their name 1921 and 25? Because it's how old she was when she wrote it, because that's the way she was. Oh, life. that's clever, but Get Out is not. Uh, uh. <laughs> I feel like we're comparing apples and oranges, but we're just dug in right now. We definitely are. So maybe that's the name of this episode Adele versus, <laughs> versus Jordan Peele. <laughs> I likes. We likes. We likes. All right, until next time. All right, one. One. <laughs>